0: Everybody. Okay. Welcome to Rat Sound Review. This is album versus album.
1: Hello. 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 <laughs> can't believe you guys got on board with that. You like a lot of cheesy stuff. I, I can't even say
0: that because I like some cheesy stuff too. What? That's one of the best
1: songs. I was forced to listen to the the debut for this album, and I was impressed.
2: I feel like the title
0: track is a little weak, honestly. Am I gonna get crucified for saying this?
1: Yeah. Please give me off of a (laughs) fuck program.
3: Upon the edge of thorns. But I don't think about you anymore. anymore. I don't think
1: about well, that's better. You we can see it now. Anymore. Yeah, that's better, you say it all. Huh? A little bit.
0: Welcome to Album vs. Album. I'm Gre- I-, I am Greg.
2: I'm Wayne.
1: And you are I'm Troy Nor. Oh, Troy Nor.
2: Never heard of. Him. Back from his long break. <laughs> As you can see, the Scandinavians he got into the culture quite deeply. <gasps> he has grown the traditional beard.
0: <laughs> Man, you are gone for a long time, Troy. What the hell happened? Uh,
3: <clears throat>
2: can't say I missed you.
0: feeling is mutual (laughs) You need to get some sleep, Troy
2: What happened was uh, The lock got stuck on the coffin (laughs) So they just had to slide him in and out His meals for about six months It was uh, very unfortunate But welcome back (laughs) No fairs today
0: If they only would have gave you a razor
1: Hey, there's a band we should talk about sometime Let's do it Never listened to them.
0: Know who they are. That's about it. Yep. Oh, special. Somebody just turned their computer on. Nice. All right. One me. No? That's weird. Nope. Wasn't me either. Mine's already on. I... Yep. All right. Anyway, today's show is Sabotage Edge of Thorns versus Halloween Master of the Rings. Two of my all time favorite bands. What about you guys? Am I speaking
1: Saxon now or Troy? Because I bet uh, you Troy loves them, right? Uh, I'm sure Troy does
0: love both of them, yeah. Okay. Let's do this as Uncle Saxon. Uh, (laughs) Uncle
1: (laughs) Saxon, uh, can I still still be friends?
0: Yeah, sure. (laughs) Uncle Saxon, what?
1: Well, Saxon enjoys both bands, but uh, isn't the super fan like you guys? Or like you, Wayne? Yeah,
0: I'm a super fan.
1: What about you, Greg?
2: Uh, I like the early stuff from both of them, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, Halloween's put out some cool stuff over the years, but Sabotage, I mean, none of it's bad. I'm just Mm. not into it. Well, except for that one fight for the rock record i don't care what you say that was pretty craptastic
0: it was it it, it had its moments but there, there was a lot of covers on that album it, it was a weird uh period in time for them i guess like uh i guess maybe a transition period because uh their first couple albums were more thrashier and then it kind of got into like radio kind of friendly rock almost aor-ish in a way yeah but um and then they changed again after that because then they got Paul and Neil in the band and they became this like rock opera thing and, which is yeah. kind of.
2: Go ahead. Uh, 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 Hall of the Mountain King, I like a lot. That's actually a really good album, but uh, yeah. I don't get the big deal about <laughs>
0: it.
2: Mean, it's okay, but uh. I love that song. I do. Too.
0: You don't like that song?
2: No, I do. Okay.
0: And we still get this cutting out thing, even though we wear headphones and it's supposed to stop that cutting out of the, the everybody's voices. We still get it doing it. I don't understand. Skype, I hate Skype.
2: All right. Anyway, it's probably because I'm using it on an iPhone. They want to encourage me to get a fucking Android or something.
0: No, it shouldn't matter. You you got headphones on. It's coming. The sound ain't coming through the phone, right? No.
1: Yeah, so. I blame the fact that Ted Nugent's still alive.
0: What's the matter with Ted? Fuck well, uh, him.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was just in the news for some reason. I don't remember why. Probably something about guns.
3: <laughs> probably.
2: If I just had to take a stab at it. <laughs> he was probably calling the you know, um,
1: fucking uh, Native Americans some other vulgar word mm-hmm. instead of woman this time.
0: Well, we should look that up for the next show.
1: <laughs>
0: for the meantime... We're going to do Sabotage, Edge of Thorns first. All right. Uh, this album, well, this this song, that song, Edge of Thorns, was constantly on Headbangers Ball. I remember that all the time, every time, you know, when Ricky Rackman was uh, doing that show. And I would always, I would tape the show because it would be on late. So I would always watch it back the next day. And I would always fast forward through that song because I could not stand the piano, sissy, <laughs> metal kind of thing, you know. I just was not into this stuff at the time. But uh, later on, I ended up hearing... um, Actually, I heard Hole of the Mountain King, and then that got me into Sabotage. And then when I picked up Edge of Thorns, then I finally got into that song. And I really, you know, got into this album. Um, This is actually sort of like a new beginning for the band because John Oliva, who was the original vocalist, stepped down from vocals to do other projects and and stuff. And uh, he chose Zach Stevens as his replacement who used to be in the band uh, Wicked Witch Uh, yeah they were like a kind of like a uh, just a local band I guess people knew who they were though because they just re-released that album not too long ago Mm -hmm. so I guess had some kind of a following well I guess probably had a following because when he became in Sabotage people wanted to know more about Zach. so it's cool yeah it's cool uh, I always had a problem pronouncing this dr- drummer's uh, last name, Steve Walkles. Uh He uses uh, electronic drums for this uh, album for the first time. Huh. And it's also, sadly, uh, Chris Oliva. It's his last album because six months after this album was released, he was in a car accident and passed away. So, there's a lot of, you know, Things happening with this album. Uh, the uh, album cover is really cool. I like the album cover, the girl on the front is actually Chris Oliva's wife, Dawn, and also really? the guy. Yeah, the guy who also did the work for Mount, uh, Hall of the Mountain King, Gutter Ballet, and Streets, as well as Chris's uh, airbrush guitars, did the artwork for the album. Mm. Yeah. So that's knowledgeable. It is knowledgeable. I did a lot of research. You got way up here? Said I did, but I had to write stuff down for this. I wanted to get it right this time, you know? we got to get more professional
1: on this show. Like, list the from front to back, or?
0: Yeah, usually that's how you you know, kind of do this thing.
2: Go for it, Dragon. Uh, you want to start with Halloween or the Sabotage? I
0: just read Sabotage Visit Prince. What do you think I want to do first?
2: Hey, Wolf, well, aren't you just a classy <sighs> prostitute? Do we have Damn. to start this uh, Do we have to start this over? Uh, Dad, well, just... um, I actually really liked uh, this record. One, uh, the text so well. Um, I think we saw them. Yeah. He's just a little, uh, well, it's not really his fault. I just miss, uh, John's uh, wild screams a little bit. It's a bit of fun. But, uh, about the only complaint I have about this one is some of it's a little, uh, too low down and ballad mm-hmm. You could cut a couple songs, I think it'd be great, but, uh, Chris Oliva does some really good guitar work on this. Yeah. Uh, Is actually probably one of my favorite uh, sabotage songs. Scraggy's Tomb is great.
3: Really?
2: Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I like that song. He's (laughs) a sanity. Little track. Interesting.
3: Yeah. So overall, I'd probably. uh, Wow. Why are you laughing? That's so funny.
1: it's (laughs) funny. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at Greg and thinking, man, he'd look good in dreads.
2: <laughs> Should give it a try. Yeah, I've thought about that, but I've never uh, getting around to the uh, commitment. Sounds like a lot of work, man. It is <laughs> a lot. <Yeah. laughs> well, you already don't wash your hair, so... <laughs> no, I do. Every day. <laughs> uh,
0: I never watch mine, either.
2: Yeah, well, mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you do have stock in Johnson's wax. I do, I do.
0: See how that got me. <laughs> I gotta dim the lights in here. I actually get a dimmer on my uh light switch. What about you, John? What do you think, Savage? Um, Edge of Thorns.
1: Well, let me tell you this first, uh. I don't remember what year it was. It was in the late '90s. When did this come out? Like '96 or something? '90, uh, shit, '93. There's one thing I forgot to write down. Yeah, it says '93. Yeah. Definitely a lot of years after that. Uh, but I went to see Sabotage and Fate's Warning, and sure. I went to the show um, thinking, man, Fate's Warning is going to be cool because I remember the yearly Fate's albums, mm. and uh, Joey Vera was on tour with them. Probably still is. I don't even know if that band's around anymore. But um, And I thought Sabotage, yeah. You know, I saw them in 85 in at First Ave. It was the first concert I ever saw at First Ave. Um, I'm like, yeah, they were okay, you know. Mm. But I went there, and Fate's Warning sucked. And that completely blew me away. Yeah. So it was completely reversed from what I was expecting. So um, the album, Edge of Thorns. I uh, I enjoyed it. Good let's do it a couple of times. Uh, I didn't make any notes, but uh, Zach's got a really cool voice. Mm. Uh, it kind of brought me back to that show. How much I, I really enjoyed uh, seeing those guys. Mm. Yeah. but uh, yeah, if you want me to get into the uh, details of it, let me think uh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I can write anything down, so fuck it. I give it a six. <laughs> Give it a what? Give it a six. Six? Well, thanks for the
0: insight. <laughs> oh, man, I partying. Yeah, I know. Uh, what's more important, this show or partying? Uh, <laughs> uh... As far as this album goes for me. the <laughs> What kind of party? <laughs> yeah, right. a Tupperware party?
1: Gonna have a Tupperware party. Gonna invite every one of my friends. (laughs) I gotta keep going with that song. No, please don't. 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 I want this show to be short.
0: Uh, Anyway. (laughs) I really love this album. Uh, I listened to it a few days ago and I was dreading, of course, the songs that Greg likes. I was dreading hearing those songs because I remembered I would never liked those songs. Like Lights Out. (laughs) And Scraggy's Tomb. I hate Scraggy's Tomb.
2: Well, they're just, kind of more like in that old sabotage, are. dungeons are calling vein, you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: But I, I, did, um, I did end up liking Lights Out. Scraggy's Tomb was just the one I just still hate. I just wish they would just take that off
2: the album. I knew you were going to say that, too. Yeah. I was like, I bet Wayne hates this song. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I, I hate it a lot. It's just that name, Scraggy's Tomb. And then he says it a lot, and then it's just Scraggy's
2: Tomb. Oh, dude, well, you know he was the coolest pharaoh with a name like Scraggy.
0: I didn't even know what the hell Scragg's Tomb was. I tried looking it up, but I saw it. I found nothing.
1: I don't know. I to like the drummer's cat or something. I, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> <I> never know. <laughs> but,
0: uh, yeah, I listened to those. In so. an
2: Adidas shoebox underneath <laughs> the tree in the backyard.
0: <laughs> so, anyway. I ended up liking those songs I didn't like. I still love uh, Edge of Thorns, uh, but after those songs, to me the album really picks up and make it a little ballad ballad balladly ish. Mm-hmm. But it's still heavy. It still has the uh, um, you know the heaviness of the in the songs, even though the pianos and all that stuff kind of little you know light for you know metal people. But it just works. It's you know it's it sounds like um, Broadway playish kind of thing uh, stuff, but. It works for me. I mean, I, I love this stuff. Everything is just so catchy. Lyrics, um, and like you guys say, ba- Zach's voice is just awesome. I think, you know, I, I do miss uh, John Oliva's uh, raspy voice and uh, the screams that he did, but Zach fits right in. You know, he's got a, a deeper, yeah. heavier voice, and he just makes the song sound a lot heavier to me. Um, what else did I write here? Uh, oh, on the song Conversation... Um, <laughs> The song conversation piece. He really makes me want to have a cup of tea. And I don't even drink tea. Do you remember the lyric? Uh,
2: yes. Yeah. I don't really think I like that song.
0: No, I like that song. Except for that lyric. It's it, it, But it fits, you know. But his voice just demands you to have that cup of tea. You know. All uh, song... Uh, the, old, the song... Oh, oh, the song that All That I Bleed, where the first half is just Zach and the piano and the other half explodes into this huge rock ballad, uh, and these are just, oh, yeah, it's just cool, you know? They're, they're not, they're 80s rock ballads, but they're not cheesy 80s rock ballads.
2: Right. You know?
0: And the ending song, um, Sleep, I love that song, it's just Zach and his acoustic guitar.
2: Yeah, I thought just, that was really cool, too, yeah. actually.
0: It's a great way to end the album, you know? And there's just a lot of twists and turns to this thing, it's just not, uh, you know, through the, from the first song to the last, it's not the same song. You get all these different twists and turns throughout, and it just makes for a great album.
2: Yeah. And the I mean, only thing that really hurts it is, like I said, it's a little too mellow, but uh, I think the production is kind of murky, too. That's what I was saying about, uh, you can tell it's from the early 90s.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're going for that, you know, like I said with uh, the drummer, he's doing electronic drums, and that was the sound at the time, you know. Kind of annoying, but they don't sound as bad as i've heard some electronic drums sound so that album i actually give an eight i love it
1: you know i'll say this about it uh, i haven't listened to any of these sabotage albums in 20 years yeah um except for hall of the mountain king and -hmm. it makes me want to go back i mean i got every sabotage album that they put out so um makes me want to go back and actually reopen sabotage into my ears yeah. That's what
0: I, I did that the other day. I just I put some random stuff on shuffle. I'm just like, I gotta listen to this stuff. I haven't listened to it in, in a couple years, you know. I okay. would listen to it every day when I got into them it was just nonstop. But it's good stuff, so definitely check out Edge of Thorns
1: by 70. Was times. this this wasn't their last album, was it?
0: No, they had plenty more after that.
1: Couldn't have been too many more. Handful of Rain, maybe?
0: Handful of Rain, uh, Dead Winter oh, Dead, 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 Dead. Dead and Wake of Magellan and And Zach ended up leaving, and then uh, John Levi came back to vocals, and then they did that last album, Poets and Madmen, I think. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So it was like four. Yeah, and I um, Johnny, Johnny O had to be four and a half bills easy. Oh yeah. He's a big boy.
0: I, yeah, he is I hopefully he's doing better because he he posted a thing on his Facebook page a couple of years ago that uh I, I don't remember the exact thing what happened but something happened to him and I think he he really had to lose weight you know obviously look at the size of him he couldn't even he couldn't even stand up anymore he was playing sitting down piano yeah. on, at the shows
1: yeah, he looks,
0: yeah. yeah so hopefully he's doing all right and hopefully there's an update soon you know they did that TSO uh, reunion and that sabotage reunion too at the uh what was that thing um what the hell is that thing in Germany that concert that big one
1: Walking? Oh, wow. Walk. Yeah, I
0: think it was Walking, yeah. So, but he hasn't been heard of since, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it is very weird. Because usually you would see something from him. Because he has his own solo albums out, so who knows. Hopefully he's alright. Alright, next up is Halloween Master of the Rings, my favorite band ever. <clears throat>
3: <laughs> it's
0: a band that had a lot of. Ups and downs in their career, but you know what? That's every band, so. Oh, uh, so yeah,
2: just like the uh,
0: Sabotage oh, album. I mean,
2: what's that? You know, how, how good can you really make power metal? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <sighs>
0: Power metal has really died over the over the years. People, the, the bands still do it, but it's they've changed. They evolved
2: into a completely different uh, sound now. It's not so keyboardy anymore. Nah, but they still have the fluffy guitars, and that's always been my main problem with
0: it. I don't know why. I love guitars, so it doesn't bother me. They don't need to be fluffy.
2: The flashier, the fluffier, the better. They need to th- they need to like threaten you like they're gonna rape the fields and pillage the women. <laughs>
0: But see, that's what I like about Halloween, because they don't overdo it, you know? And then they also do thrashy songs and stuff like that. Even if you get to the newer albums and stuff, it's like progressive, progressive thrash metal. It's it's totally different than what they used to be. Anywho, uh, this well, is their first... I like some
2: uh, of their goofy songs.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, like,
2: Living Ain't No Crime, you know? Yeah. So...
0: Answer the Rings. This is the first album without Michael Kiske as vocalist. Uh, Andy Dearest from the band Pink Cream 69, who we also did an album of. Actually, Andy Dearest's first Pink Cream 69. It was a couple shows back. Uh, he replaces Michael Kiske. Also, the new drummer, Uli Kush, replaces original drummer Ingo Schwitzenberg, if I pronounced that right. That he was just fr-
1: terrible, man, like, you should have stuck with all the, all the options. What, what was his name? Ingo? Yeah, yeah.
0: The original drummer.
1: Well,
2: yeah.
0: What happened with that was they had an incident in Japan. It was like a drug. Uh, Some drug guy incident.
2: killed his father, and he found him. No,
0: it's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what happened? <laughs> it sounds like a plot of a movie.
2: Yeah, Princess
0: Bride, <laughs> Ingo. You know. Oh, I. You know I, what? I never saw that movie. Bits and pieces. You think I would have? You know, Andre the Giant's in there, right?
2: Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't. That's the only reason I saw it. But.
1: Yeah. Seen it? Oh, so the word princess and I ain't gonna watch. Exactly right.
0: But uh, yeah, there was some kind of incident in Japan, and uh, Ingo was very heavily on drugs and you know uh, alcoholic at that time. So they kicked him out of the band and hired Uli, which I I love Uli. He was the he was one of my favorite drummers. Ingo was my you know the favorite in Halloween, but Uli was completely different. And actually, after this album came out, Ingo, the original drummer, committed suicide. Jumped oh. out of a uh, yeah, he Ooh. jumped out of a hotel window. Shit. <laughs> Damn. So that, that sucked. But uh, anyway, uh, like, know that. yeah, uh, Yeah, that, that was a shame. I thought maybe, you know, he would come back. When I saw it, when I first bought this album, I'm like, oh, my God, where's, you know, the original singer? Where's the drummer? Everybody's gone. And then to find out for the next album, they, they wrote like a little thing, like rest in peace or whatever. And then I found out what happened to him. I'm like, oh, my God, it's terrible. But he was messed up for a long time, so... It's a shame he just couldn't kick out of it, you know? Yeah. He so. went out on his terms. Yeah, exactly. Shame <clears> <hasn't done> that, <throat> it is what it is. Um, like "Sabotage," uh, like the Sabotage release, this, this is another uh, new beginning for Halloween. Their last two albums went in a completely different direction than the Keeper albums. They lost a lot of their fan base with the uh, Pink Bubbles Go Ape and the Chameleon albums. They went a lot lighter on those two. Uh, they also lost like their record deal and stuff like that. Uh, and their albums weren't be, being released in uh, the US. So they had a lot of hard times with uh, you know getting their stuff out. So the Master of the Rings album sort of brought back that older Keeper power metal style. But adding some new elements as well. Most notably the singer, who was more grittier type than uh, Michael Kiske was. You know, Michael Kiske was more of like a hello, I mean, uh, Bruce, Bruce Dickinson type. Andy Dears is more like a similar to, I know you guys hate uh, Guns N' Roses, but he's kind of similar to Axl Rose in a way, I think, a little bit. He's better than um, Axl Rose, apparently. If, you know, obviously. If but...
2: I was going to pick somebody from like that time period, from around that scene, I'd say he's probably a little closer to Ray Gillen's style. Doesn't no. really sound like him, but style-wise, I'm not familiar. Because he's with not a screamer like Axl Rose.
0: No, no, not at all.
2: Well, you should hear the two Badlands albums, then.
0: <laughs> well, send them to me; I'll listen. But uh, Halloween being my favorite band, it's tough for me because I love both of these bands, and uh, a lot really, uh, a really, um, a lot of songs on his album. There's a lot of good ones, but there's also clunkers, you know. You know the clunkers on this one. Uh, starts off great with Soul Survivor, which which is also which is actually a, a tie into like the Keeper of the Seven Keys uh, theme. Has something okay. to do. Yeah, it has something yeah. to do with the keys turning into rings. I don't know. There's a whole uh, thing in the beginning of the uh, booklet that tells you about the whole story. Mm. I didn't read it, so it's interesting though. But the whole al- the the album's not like a concept album, so it really doesn't have anything to do with that. Okay. Uh, rest of the, rest <laughs> of the story. I guess I just uh, wanted to talk... Well, because of the, the uh, Keeper of the Seven Keys song, it ends at, like, the fifth key. Uh-huh. And it never finished the rest of the keys. Hmm. So it was kind of weird.
2: Uh, so I, I guess, never noticed that before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, go back and listen to it, and they just, like, completely forget about the rest of the keys. And I guess Soul Survivor was kind of, like, you know, finishing that storyline. Oh. Uh. But, uh, yeah, I love that song. I love Where the Rain Grows and the song Why? Uh, and then you get that song, Mr. Ego. I'm always on the fence about that song. It's, you I know, like it's it. It is, It's a cool song. I like the uh, the chorus part, because it picks up the song a little bit. It changes, like, the speed of it. You know, it's, like, a little progressive, I guess, in a way where it keeps changing back yeah,
2: I don't like it.
0: But... No. That's why I said I'm always on the fence about that song. One day I like it, next day I don't. And the same thing goes yeah. for the next song, Mr. Uh, Perfect Gentleman. It's, you know, it's cool, it's a little corny, but it's got a good chorus, and what were we gonna
2: say? Oh, Mr. Ego's kinda disjointed, like you were saying. The chorus is the coolest parts. The yeah. uh doesn't really connect right. Yeah. It doesn't flow. Yeah,
0: that's what makes me uh, always on the fence about it because I I like certain parts, but then when it goes it gets back to the other part, I'm like, I just don't nah. it don't work, you know? But uh, yeah, the perfect gentleman song. They always play that live. Like I guess that's like a big hit for them over in the US. I, I don't know. Uh, uh Let's see what else it right here. Uh the game is on. I think that's that song you mentioned earlier before we recorded. Yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, all the video game stuff in the background? Yeah. It's a, I hate it's that a song. little
2: too prominent during certain parts. <laughs> yeah,
0: a little too much. I mean it's cool but cuz the concept of it but it's just a bad song. Should have been a B-side, you know?
2: Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's not uh, very well written, I don't feel like. It seems Almost like an afterthought.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, definitely.
0: It's like, like I said, it's it's a B side, you know. Uh, it picks back up with that that song, "Secret Alibi." Uh, I like that uh, that line, "Ding by ding, can you dig my dong?" <laughs> <laughs> it might come short, but it might come long. Uh, <clears throat> "Take me home" is okay. Oh no, I wrote "Take me home," more like "Take me to the
1: bathroom." It's okay. Really.
2: I really yeah. like that one. It's a good it's song. heavy and fast.
1: It's just it ripped crazy. on Halloween, man. I, I did. I did. Let's isolate that.
0: All right, go ahead and isolate it all you want. Okay. Well, in we in the just middle ripped of,
2: on The Game Is On a couple seconds ago. Yeah,
0: it's okay. It's my favorite band. I'll do what I want.
2: <laughs>
0: in the In the Middle of the Harpy, that's a cool ballad. That's, uh, I guess, an Andy Deere song. I like when he does his ballad stuff.
2: Yeah, um, Little Pink Cream 69-ish. I, that That's one of my favorite songs on the album, actually. I mm-hmm. thought that was a really cool one.
0: Yeah, it's good. And then the final song, Still We Go, it's good. It actually, um, in a way, kind of leads into how the next album kind of sounds because this album's kind of more like a rock album, and the next album's kind of a little bit more progressive in a way. And this this song kind of <clears> fits into that, like the uh, next uh, period in time that they go to, which is cool. So all in all, I love this album, even though it is come uh, a couple shitty songs on here but you know it's it's Halloween I'm still gonna like it and uh, I actually give this one a little bit less of a rating than I did sabotage 7.5 hmm
1: interesting Mm. what about you
0: Uncle Saxon
1: Uncle Saxon well I'll I'll say this uh, that intro is uh, titled correctly irritation yeah i wasn't yes. gonna give this uh i wasn't gonna give this album a chance after that but i'm glad i did Because <laughs> uh soul survivor you know that that picked it up for me and it made right. me want to listen to the rest of the album and uh you know um i just realized i got the uh mystery ego ep or single or whatever it is and it's got a couple mm-hmm. extra songs besides on there
0: yeah
1: you got that yeah of course i do Okay. I have, like, four Three. of them. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, yeah. Uh, it sounded like I expected it to. It wasn't as good as the Keeper stuff. wasn't no. as good as anything Kiski did, as, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Um, you know, I, I like the the Walls of Jericho and, and all that, that early stuff. That's when they were actually, a, you know, Metal Invaders. Mm. Come on, that was a straight-out
2: yeah. metal song.
1: Yeah, no, I mean oh, yeah. I love I that
2: Judas E P in that first. Yeah. Album. Oh cool. Yeah, that's yeah. that's
1: good stuff, but I really like uh, uh Andy Darris's voice. Um yeah. that, that kind of made me want to continue listening, so I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, um Perfect Gentleman, that was a cool song. I still like Mr. Ego because I actually do that one. And uh the rest of it, you know, kind of all blended together yeah but it was enjoyable. it blended enjoyably. Mm, that's good. What would you rate that? Uh, and I give it a uh, five a five
2: bastard. Yeah.
0: You're off the show. Greg
1: next.
2: Wow <laughs> uh, okay, but, uh, yeah I, <laughs> I hate that intro too. Jesus. Yeah, uh, I,
0: I like it because it reminds it's going back to the old albums like the Walls of Jericho and the Keeper One and Two albums. That's what they did yeah, in intros. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. They they did do intros, granted, but a shitty intro just to put it on the album to have an intro to link it to your past does not mean it's a good intro. It just nah. means it's there.
0: The the one actually on the next album is awesome. You should you should just check that one out. It's it's really okay. cool. Okay. All right. You might like that one. I just, I'm curious to see if you like that one more. I, I don't care about the intros, but that intro we'll is... Cool. Try it.
2: Okay. I'll, it I'll check it out. Um, but Soul Survivor is a great song. Um, <clears throat> like Sax was saying, a lot of it kind of blends together. Where the Rain Grows, I like really only because of Andy Darris's voice. The song itself is kind of bland, but Andy kind of makes that. But why Mr. Ego don't care for Perfect Gentleman's okay but and then the game is on i don't like but the last four songs are really strong i think secret alibi through still we go oh. yeah so that and soul survivor i'd say would be the biggest standouts on the album and then where the rain grows free and these vocals but the rest of it kind of blends in with each other they're mm-hmm. just not real strong songs in certain areas there. But when they're on, like on In the Middle of the Heartbeat or Take Me Home, they're really on. Yeah. So. It's a good so, comeback survivor. album for them, right? I would say so, because it takes it back. I mean, there's a little bit of Walls of Jericho in there, but it's more yeah. Keepers 1 to me is what it sounds like. But it sounds like Halloween should. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
3: um,
2: <clears throat> I, I'd i have to give it a five, though, because I okay. really like half of it. But the other half of it is just bad,
0: man. You're both fired. Jesus <laughs> <focus>. Christ. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> wow. See? Yeah, you got punished now. Cough. Cough all you want. Cough all night.
2: Hey, you can work your <laughs> voodoo however you want, but way still better. <laughs> oh, Christ,
0: no, please. Oh, my God. Never again. <laughs> I
1: think I gave Passed away a five too, so Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Would I give it a five or a four? I don't remember. Anyway, that song "A uh, Perfect Gentleman, they did a second part to that on a later album. And on that, that song he breaks he's in in a uh a sane asylum.
2: I I'd have to listen to it a couple more times. I'm not really too sure how I feel about that exactly, because I kind of like it, but I kind of don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it, it's you know, it is what it is. It's a cool song. I, I like both.
1: Whatever. Who cares? I'm not intelligent enough to, to uh, know this, but this isn't a concept album in any way, is it?
0: No, if you listen to what I first said when I started talking about the album, I said <laughs> well, no.
1: Yeah, it's not a concept, a, concept yeah, album. Keeper number six and seven, whatever. Yeah, I got that, but it's still, it's not really a concept album. No. Let me rewind the show. Hello, me. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't rewind the show. You're lucky. All right. So sabotage wins this round. Yep. But I'll be back with another Halloween album. Yeah,
1: sure.
0: I hey, won. that
2: that's fine. This I just feel like isn't one of their stronger albums. It's not well, bad,
0: but it's it's a return to form for them. But um, you know, it's not. It's definitely not the strongest one that they had since they came back. Yeah. Uh, it's just you know it's them getting i guess used to you know the new members in the band so mm-hmm. yeah and actually when yeah. i wrote when i wrote that album the drummer the songs were almost done when the drummer joined so he didn't really have any input so the, the later albums he ended up having more input in it so it was just it was mm. kind of thrown together really quick when I read about this album it was, it was really quickly done it was like the fastest album he ever did so at least they came back, and you know they haven't been—they've uh, been back since. You know they never left, and now they're back with the uh, with Michael Kiskey and Kai Hansen. And they're gonna put out a new album next year. So, we'll cool. See what
1: Is Kai Hansen on this album? No.
0: Kai okay. Hansen wasn't with the band for two albums. Be- <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Two albums
1: before this. He's a pretty cool guitarist. He's—he's—he's uh, he's, he's got some originality to him.
0: Yeah he does. Yeah. He does. And hopefully he brings that to the new album. But until then, Sabotage wins this episode. And we'll be back um yeah, we'll be back next week, I think. Oh yeah. Not sure what we're gonna do, but we'll be back. Adios everybody. Later, later.